Hi, this is Danielle from Danielle's Beauty Room. As a lash tech, I hear so many different stories. And on this podcast, I'm going to share these stories and offer my opinion and advice alongside some special guests. Welcome to Danielle's Gossip Room. Hi guys, welcome back to episode five. Sorry for a bit of the delay. It was meant to be posted last week, I know. Um, Just had a lot going on last week, so we didn't get around to it. And then this week, a lot was going on for Stella, so we just couldn't really link up properly. But um, yeah, finally going to happen now. It's like so shit being in lockdown because I want to get on this podcast and tell you guys like exciting things that I've been doing. But, you know... I haven't been doing anything, so there's nothing really to report about what's going on for me right now. But <laughs> the most exciting thing that I guess I've been doing is um, I'm reading a new book that I just wanted to get on and talk about quickly because it's kind of like kind of like similar kind of storylines that I talk about on the show. So a lot of you would be interested in reading it. It's called um, Eat, Pray, FML. It's based on a true story, which I love. Like, I think it'll be so relatable to so many girls. I'm just going to read a little bit of it. So um, it says, A year and a half into our marriage, I found out my husband had been having an affair with a 19-year-old for six months. I filed for divorce and left. Two weeks later, I met a man and we fell madly in love. It was a fairy tale romance for a month and a half. And he convinced me to join him on a romantic long, um, romantic long one month vacation in Italy. 48 hours before we were supposed to get on the plane, he told me he needed to go by himself. I was devastated. So I had a decision to make, either stay home and be heartbroken or go travel Europe for a month by myself and stay at home heartbroken. Fuck that. What does a woman do when her life has fallen apart and her heart has been ripped out and stepped on twice in two months. She goes on a wild adventure, makes some bad decision and does some fucking shitload of soul searching. But most importantly, she finds out how to love herself. Yeah. So this book is really, really good if anyone's interested in all that shit. <laughs> so for the fun stuff now, I do have a guest joining me and that's um, Stella. But because we are in lockdown um we're gonna do it over the phone so i'm gonna give her a quick call just give me a sec hope you can hear her hello hi so stella's on the phone now hello (laughs) so stella uh, most of my clients and people listening probably don't know who you are. Did you just want to give them a few things about yourself? So um, I'm pretty simple girl, but I I do modelling. I have my Instagram account that I just do modelling for fun on. And as well, I have my own little cleaning business that I've been doing yes. for about a year and a bit now. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that's about it for me. <laughs> Yeah, and um, we actually met from me doing her lashes. So we've been friends for about a year, I'd say, about a year. Yeah, I don't know. Probably longer. Probably a bit longer than a year, I think. 
Yeah, so you've known about all the drama for the last however long. Yeah, she's been one of my clients that <laughs> spilled the beans with a lot of drama she's had. From the first time I came to yeah. it, it was so much. <laughs> so we've just been friends from that. Okay. So today's um, topic we're actually talking about is how many red flags is too many? So that was the perfect topic for Stella, very relatable to her situations at the moment. Yes, definitely. I attract <laughs> the red flags. Yeah, she definitely does with her last I relationship. I came up with a name. She did. She actually did. I told her, what should we call this? So it was pretty good. Yeah. And I actually did a poll before we actually go into Stella's topic. Um, I did a poll and I wanted to see what everyone else thought were red flags and see if they were relatable to us or if we agreed. So I put Some a t- of them are pretty spot on. A hundred percent. So I said, help out with my next podcast. How many, re- what are red flags in a relationship to you? So I'm going to read a few of them out. Um, they try to drive a wedge between you and your friends. What do you yes, think? definitely. A hundred percent. That that's like top they tip. don't want you to have a social life. They want like they want your whole world life to revolve around them. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I feel like um, because your friends kind of know if your partner is a douchebag, so your friends are in your ear telling you like he's not good for you, this and that, and it's usually the right thing, right? Yeah, and um, I definitely, in the end, I definitely started to not tell my friends things because I knew they were going to tell me, like, like to leave and stuff. And I was actually scared of my friends hating him. Yeah. And I didn't want them to all hate him because then, you know, I couldn't have him around anyone. And I would, so I ended up just not telling anyone anything. And, that, and that's why the guy usually tries to put a wedge in that because they know that your friends don't like them. Yeah. And he doesn't, yeah, 100% it is. All right, next one is, they describe all their exes as crazy. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Be- 1,000%. There's most guys that say their exes are crazy. Why are they crazy? Yeah, because you make us crazy, bro. Uh, in, okay, yeah, some girls can just be typically crazy girls. But for 95%, you are the reason that they're crazy. Something's happened. Yeah, if there's a pattern happening and you like all your exes end up being crazy or whatever they decide to think, there's usually a reason why. Like, yeah, me and um, my exes' exes probably all had the same kind of reactions, but it were all for a good reason because his behaviour was the same with all of us. Yeah, that's right. Well, we've um. Your ex, I was going to say his name. We've your, <laughs> we've, um, your ex's ex, you thought she was crazy at the beginning. He made you yeah. think she was crazy till you yeah, actually started actually, talking to her. He actually yeah, convinced me that she was crazy and you know what, I didn't believe it. You know what I'm like. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And I had I created my own opinion of her but he was very good at manipulating mm-hmm. the stories. So, like, I would have, you know, some information of other people and whatever, but he would make – create his own story See, to make that, it that's believable. A good, that's a red flag when they're good yeah. liars. They're good liars. Yeah, he was a good liar. And I'm, a, I'm pretty good at picking up on bullshit, but he fully convinced me, like, she was crazy and yeah. I kind of believed him until 
the end when I we guess, um yeah. we actually spoke in the end after I broke up with him. But because yeah, I guess just, in a way, um, when you're dating a guy, why are you not going to believe them at the beginning? Yeah. You know, that's your partner. You're yeah. going to think he's telling the truth, or you have no reason to doubt him. But yeah, I guess definitely. girls just can't be foolish, and you kind of have to judge for yourselves. I was definitely like um had like a gut feeling that everything he was saying was bullshit. But when you, you know, when you're like in love or whatever, you just, your brains don't work apparently. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Um, here's one. They call you names in arguments. Oh, yeah, definitely. That is a red flag. And like every single one of these red flags relates to me. And I just feel so <laughs> stupid as we go along, but... You oh, live and you learn. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, like I've never been in a relationship that um, – like I've been in relationships that we fight like cats and dogs, like me and Hayden fight a lot, but we never call each other nasty names. We fight about whatever we're fighting about, about the topic of on hand, you know. He doesn't call me, yeah. you're a fucking bitch, you're a slut. Like we don't start name-calling each other. Yeah, it's like not that called was for, definitely really. – that was definitely something that happened with my ex. Um, and he would, you know, he would call me a wannabe model and a slut and all, all the things. Like Just every, to get at you, to be nasty. Every name under the sun. And he would say the lowest of blows to get a reaction. Like he just wanted the fight to get worse and worse and worse. And it was just like, why? And did and you? It would um, um, be in times where we were like stuck in the car and stuff. And I'm like, oh I can't even get out of this. But with that, did you call him names back? Oh, yeah. I probably yeah. called him a cunt a thousand times. But, like, yeah, I definitely, <clears throat> like, in the end of the relationship when I was with him for however long, I started to stoop to his level. Yeah. And then when I would catch myself in those moments, I would go, wow, like, look who you're becoming. And it was actually just like a big, like a big shock. But this, but, that's not you. That's not really you. Yeah, and, like, when I was starting to stoop to his level and starting to, like, be as nasty as him, I was just, like, I would look at myself and go, wow, wow, you don't want to be like that. And, you know, those were the red flags that came way too late in the relationship. And, like, half of these things happened um, for, like, eight months when we weren't even official. (laughs) I still said yes to being his girlfriend. For, like, eight months we weren't official. Like, who who does that? You let, like live and you learn, I guess. Yeah. All I can say to anyone is just trust your gut. And if you're in a vulnerable position and you're like you're not ready for a relationship and you're in a vulnerable position, don't just get into a relationship for the sake of it. Trust me. That is right. Okay, this is a good one. Um, they're cruel to their parents. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, for this one, I don't really – he wasn't very cruel to his parents in front of me. Um but I definitely would say to him, like, imagine if, you know, like your mum was treated like this, like how would you react and stuff? And he would just shut down to that, that's for sure. Well, I know um, of people, of guys, um, that they actually bash their parents and obviously, like, obviously this is pretty intense, but if you're going to hit or even like speak really bad to your mum, let's say, you, he's gonna treat you like that. If he yeah. if he doesn't have that respect and love towards his mum, how's he gonna have that with you? 
Yeah, and I definitely think, like, in some situations, definitely can't, like, say the same thing for everyone, but, like, some men go off of how their dads have treated their mum. So, like, they they go off of what they've known all their life. So if their dad treats their mum unfairly, then they think that's normal. Like, this is definitely a red flag. Like, how he treats his family is a big indication how he's going to treat you. Definitely, I agree with that one. right. Um, they're secretive about little things. Yeah, that's a massive red flag. Like, especially if you catch someone lying about something small, then you're going to think, like, what what else could they possibly be lying about? But I guess if they're secretive about anything, really, is a red flag. Like, yeah. I've just had in the past, like, where exes, have, they've lied about something so minuscule that didn't need to be lied about. Oh, yeah. I, they're going to lie about something like, so little, they're going to lie about... Everything. Yeah, like, 100%. That's, just, that's a huge red flag. Get away from liars. Because you need you need honesty, really. 100%. And especially if you're just starting a relationship, why are they being so secretive at the beginning? Like, yeah, you're going to want... You want to have to trust who they are and... And trust in what they're saying. And if you catch someone lying, I would definitely be questioning um, the future with your relationship. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Then there's they demand your phone, email, and social media passwords. No chance in hell I would ever let anyone do that. Did your ex do that? Did he do that? Um, I feel like he would. No, I don't think he did though. No, he actually didn't, which was surprising. Like, but you I know what? Because he, you did nothing wrong. He didn't give you a reason or he, he, you didn't give him a reason for no trust. Yeah, I never, I never ever broke his trust. Even though he was did. a dickhead, you gave him no reason to feel like that. Yeah, I still, yeah, I never did anything to like break his trust. But I, I have to say, I have, I did have a boyfriend three years before my ex, the, the recent one, and he... He was crazy. He actually went onto my Snapchat and um, blocked every single oh male God. that was on my Snapchat, and he actually blocked my cousins that were male. Oh, that's <laughs> intense, but it was crazy. Actually, didn't think I would have to talk about that other ex, but he came into that one. Yeah, he definitely. Yeah, you know that was what? Crazy. Um, a lot of couples, not really now. I don't know of it too much now, but back in the day, I know a lot of crazy couples. Sorry if this is you guys, but um. A lot of crazy guys would make the girl. Oh, it could be the girlfriend too. But they'd have um, joint Facebook accounts. I was going to say that. Shit like that. Yeah, that's so weird. It is so weird. Like, where's the trust if you and your partner have to be on the same social media accounts, like sharing? Like, I, I get, it's I cute when you're like 50 year old couples that just don't know how to use social media it's cute. But like when yeah, when like young couples have like joint social media accounts. I don't know. It's like, who do you know that you're messaging? Like, am I messaging the girl or the guy who's reading? Yeah. So you can't have private conversations. That's it's just, so strange. That's weird. There's no, Like, I feel like there's no trust there if you're going to have to combine your socials. Yeah, definitely independence, even in relationships, is definitely important. Oh, 100%. That is a red flag. <laughs> do not be giving out your private passwords or anything to anyone ever. Okay, here's another one. I have never experienced this, and I feel like this is the fucking saddest thing if this has happened to you, but they make fun of you during sex. That's horrible. That is, <laughs> that is next level horrible. Why are you laughing? Because I think it's, it's so fucked up. I think I laugh because it's awkward. Like, you, how you are don't you? Know how, how to react. How, <laughs> 
how do you have sex with a guy and they start making fun of you? What are they saying, though? Like, yeah, I like, know. I definitely, like, with my ex, he would definitely try to control what I was doing. Like, he would tell me what to do and yeah. say, and I was like, that's weird. But he he definitely did, didn't make fun of me in the bedroom. That's, that is horrible. And but if then, anyone. But then I don't understand what making fun of is because sometimes during sex, guys or the girls like to be called dirty names. So then what's made, what's making fun of someone during sex? What's the difference? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I guess like um, saying things about someone's appearance, like body oh, maybe shaming like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or like, you know, picking out parts of their body that like picking out their flaws, which is horrible. And but if anyone what? does that, run. If that happens though, if they're picking out your flaws while you're having sex, I'd fucking get off them and stop having sex. No freaking way yeah. I would be having sex with someone that's picking out my flaws. No, I'd be saying get the fuck out of my bed. For this person that wrote that in, can you, like, message me more in depth about what, about that one? Because I want to know. All right. So then the next one is they refuse to make your relationship public. Of course. <sighs> of course. trick. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, guys do that because, like, they want to, like, keep themselves seeming single so that they can have, like, backup plans. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's the same thing with not posting you photos of you on on stories and stuff like that. It's all yeah. the same stuff. Yeah. So with my ex, we were together and in a relationship in every sort of way, um, but unofficially for so long. Mm-hmm. And the minute um, – that he did post something about me on social media, his other ex saw it and therefore found out we were seeing uh, he was seeing me and then therefore found out the reason to tell me everything that had gone down that we'll get into later. Yeah. But he was definitely hiding it from her. He didn't want his other ex to know that he was seeing me. Because he was playing both of us still. That's exactly right, but we'll get into that one a little bit more. Okay, then there's um, they're incapable of apologizing. Oh, God, aren't all men? But you know what? Like, I think, it, look, it is a red flag. Oh, I don't know if it's a red flag, but I think. I think it's more if you're stubborn because I'm stubborn too. If I think I'm right, I don't want to apologize. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, like it can be, you know, but. I wouldn't say it's a huge red flag. I think that would be more of like a personality clash. But if you've done something wrong, whether you're female or male, yeah. like whatever, you need to own it. Sorry, Daniel, if you're being <laughs> stubborn. If you're wrong, you're wrong and that's it. Like, no, it's, you it's need to true. Apologize. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll even tell you that. <laughs> um, manipulate the argument to make you the bad guy. Guilt tripping. Mm, that's called gaslighting. That's very dangerous, dangerous oh. thing to do. A hundred percent. Yeah, that that's, that speaks for itself, really. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'll get in arguments with my ex and we would be going around and then I'd be thinking, what are we even arguing about? I don't even know it anymore. Like, it would just get so ridiculous. All right, and then there's spending too much time in the bathroom on your phone. Yes. 
That is a huge red oh, flag. I have so many clients that will come in and tell me that their partner is in the bathroom like so many times of the day for like over an hour. What is he doing in there? Like obviously he's on his phone. That is weird, yeah. very weird. But that's when they talk to girls and they're on Snapchat or whatever. That's their time in the bathroom. But it's so yeah, obvious that, though. It's so obvious. That's, yeah, that's strange. I haven't experienced that, but I would no, definitely I be question. I would be questioning what my boyfriend or whoever, if you're seeing someone is doing in the bathroom for an hour, especially if you're there. Like, that's so strange. Yes, yeah, so I have like a client that would be like, say they're in bed, right, and he'll get a buzz on his phone. Oh, and oh he'll, no. Yeah. That's so sus. And um, so he'll get out of bed with his phone, obviously. Like a lot of people do poo and chill on their phone, you know. <laughs> but yeah. um, he'll be on his phone for like ages in the bathroom. That's Yeah, that's definitely suspicious. Like all of a sudden you get a beep on your phone and you have to go toilet. Like after a while, they'll be just really suspicious, like something's going on. Yeah, like, what are you hiding? Why do you have to go in another room to open your messages? Yeah, that's, that's right. weird. Okay, and then another one is phones face down anywhere. Oh, my God. That is – that happens so much with guys or with my ex in particular. That happened was, with um, my ex that cheated on me too. It was so strange. Like, what are you hiding it for? But and you know what? Like, it's so obvious though. <laughs> Yeah, like if you is. want to cheat, and that is such an obvious move that everyone know. should know of. If you put, if it's just random to always put your phone facing down, obviously you have messages that you think might come up, and you don't want the other person to see. Yeah, well, with my ex, when you know how I said we were unofficial for like eight months or something ridiculous. Yeah. There was one time um, he had his phone face down, but it was on loud. So he got a Tinder match or something. And I know what the Tinder like, the noise sound. is. <laughs> I just looked at him and I was like, really? Like, and I kind of laughed. And he, he actually shut his pants a little bit. And then I think it was a few weeks later, I don't know, he, he ended up deleting the Tinder app or something. And he actually wanted me to praise him for it. Oh and I was God. like, what the fuck? I was like, what the fuck, why? Like, that was so weird. I was like, um, no, we've been seeing each other for way too long now. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you would have agreed ages ago that you were, like, officially <sighs> seen each just used to, you know, seriously seeing each other. Yeah. That he should have been off Tinder. Did you so meet on Tinder? How did you meet? We did. Yeah. yeah, we did. We met on Tinder. Like, so we started seeing each other again, um, in February 2020 but I had met him like a year before that in one of the times him and his other ex had um Uh. broken up so then right there that should have been a red flag because I met him then and then he went back to his ex we didn't speak for a year and then we started seeing each other again and then all that shit went down with his ex anyway so I was like oh silly Stella silly sausage (laughs) yeah Right, another one is cheated on their ex to be with you. They would do it again. Yeah, I agree. That that's a red flag. Oh, definitely. Yeah, like if if someone like if I had hooked up with someone and I had found out that they were in a relationship, I would no way I would go and date them. Like that's so fucked. Like I would just forever be thinking, well, they're just going to do this to me anyway. But, but with that, I think it's really toxic. Say, um you 
and this taken guy starts sleeping together and he leaves his partner. So you cheated together, right? And then he left yeah. his partner. How can you tell him he can't now sleep with other people, like cheat on you? You've done yeah. it. You've done it with him. Yeah. So you've pretty much set the boundaries that that's okay. Yeah, you've allowed it to happen. But some girls don't know. But if I found oh, out. Oh, if, if like, they don't know, yeah, that's different. But Like if I didn't know and then I found out later on that, um, you know, he had a partner and then he wanted to then date me, I would say no, no way, fuck off. Like that's a red flag. Yeah, that, that's right. But if you know that they have a, part- a partner, then you're just already stupid. Yeah. sorry okay another one is a mummy's boy (laughs) oh god mummy issues huh oh i don't know like i don't know too many mummy boys to be honest i don't know like i don't know really know like what defines a mummy boy but um my ex definitely he would like he would make out to his mum like he was an angel. Oh, and as she would they treat do. Him as well, he I was guess an that's angel. that's how mummy boys would, but and the mums will think, you know, yeah. they're perfect and they can't do anything wrong. And it made me feel like really uneasy because he was acting like he was someone he he wasn't. And then, and then, oh, one time when we were on, we went for a visit to his parents' house. We got in an argument in their bedroom privately and then he just started yelling and carrying on and carrying it on out to his parents and then just, like, making out like I had started this huge fight, making me out like a, like a complete spastic in front of his parents. And I was just like, this is so awkward. Like, I couldn't. It was the worst thing ever. I'll never again. Yeah, pretty full on. And then another one was um, doesn't know how to cook. <laughs> is that a red flag? I, th- I think, like, it, it is because you think, okay, well, if he can't know how to cook, if he doesn't know how to cook, he probably doesn't know how to clean. He probably doesn't ha- know how to do many household stuff. Yeah. And that's guess, a red flag to I me. Guess. That's showing you that, oh, well, you're going to have to be his mum. <laughs> you're the yeah, one that's going to have to cook. Like- you're the one that's going to do the wash. You're going to practically do everything. That's how I see it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like I don't like that because I'm all about like equality um, in the household. Like everything should be equal and fair, and everyone should oh, you know, sure. put in equal amount. But there were some girls that like doing that. They like you know looking after people. So I guess it would be up to it personal pre- yeah, personal right. preference. Yeah. So some people would be a red flag, and some people would think, oh, it's perfectly fine. It's what they want to look after people, so they don't mind. But yeah, I'm not sure. I think it depends to an extent, though. <laughs> Yeah, so like I wouldn't want to me, be like a slave. To me, if they make an attempt at cooking and they make an attempt, oh at yeah, cleaning, of course, then I'll be happy. <laughs> like if um, I was like a stay-at-home mum or stay-at-home, and he supported me for sure. You know, I'd do everything. But if we're both working, sorry, hun, like you pick yeah. up your fair share of shit. Yeah, definitely. I reckon that definitely comes down to each individual situation on that one. Yeah. Oh. So that's all the questions that people put in for red flags. But now we're going to talk about Stella's past relationship and all the red flags that happened with that. And I remember her telling me one of the first red flags was she found um, a brown hair in his bar- his shower, in the shower? Yeah, it was in. I think it was in the shower, yeah. Yeah, I think it was in the shower. Mind you, she's blonde. So yeah. Did you- <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I remember her coming to her appointment like upset and not knowing what to do because she found this brown hair. Mind you, she cleaned, you just cleaned his house. So his had, house was. Just, no, so he had just moved from um, his old house that him and his ex used to yep. live in into his new yep. apartment. So yep. his new apartment was freshly clean freshly and cleaned. I had yes. and I had just cleaned the old yes. house as well. Oh, yes. okay, yes. So the brand yep. new apartment, she's went in there and found a brown hair when she's blonde. She came to her appointment like, I don't know what to do. He's telling me that I'm crazy, that it's probably a, the real estate or someone, you know, just dropped her hair, I guess. But, you know, there was so much more to it. Do you want to go into it? Yes. Yeah, so when I found this hair, at first I was like, okay, don't think too much into it. Yeah. But my gut was just telling me, like, this is wrong. Um, and when I brought it up to him, he was so defensive about it, which is a red flag right there, right? Yeah, why is he so defensive? <laughs> um, he was telling me oh, it was his housemates, girl things, hair. He was telling me it was his real estate's hair. But I knew his real estate had short black hair and his hair was long, like as long as your hair, Danielle. Yeah. And I was just like, nah, this is so off. And he was so defensive about it. And I just I just said to him one day, I said, I just want you to tell me the truth. And he screamed in my face, I'm telling you the fucking truth. And it was just insane. It was just so dramatic. And I was just like, okay, well, what else can I do? So I just left it. Like Stella had then, a gut instinct. Like we both fought. You know, yeah. he probably is fucking someone, but that's a big thing to just jump to conclusion without any more proof. Like yeah, I, I, I say, I remember saying to her, "Look, that sounds sus." Like, you know, but what can you really do? You don't want to look crazy because it kind of does. Yeah, you know? and we had already been seeing each other for months now. Like, we still yeah. weren't official, but at this point, what, what the fuck was the difference? And then, yeah, so, like, time went on, a few weeks went on. He messages me one day, like, freaking out. He's, like, saying, oh, his ex-girlfriend's pregnant, blah, blah, blah. He slept with her months ago. So we had already been seeing each other for for months, so he made it seem like it was at the start of when we were seeing each other. And I was just like, okay. And he was honestly like acting like the victim, being like, I really need you to be here for me during this time, blah, blah, blah. And I was really calm about it. I was like, like, okay. this poor thing for you, like just got into a new relationship and just got this bomb that his ex-girlfriend is pregnant and could possibly be his child. And she stayed. She's crazy. But she, she stayed with him. Yeah, and like, then so he he had made out like it was like a, oh like a while that, ago. yeah yeah yeah. So I was like being really calm about it, you know. I was like being the nice, kind-hearted person I am. I was yep. like, I'll still be here for you. Like I was like he was kind of manipulating me, being like saying like you know you can look at my phone whenever you want. You can read the mm. messages with her. Like he was trying to make me feel really safe, and he did. <laughs> and then so um. Yes, and then that went on and on. And then one day I was just sitting with him in my lounge room. He was sitting next to me and I got a notification on my phone and it was from his ex. And I was really still really calm about it because at this point, like, I just believed him. And then, you know, I was like, whatever, shit happens. And he was telling me, look, you know, I'll still stay with you even if it's mine, blah, blah, blah. 
and it was just fucking because all the, the thing bullshit. is of course you were going to believe him and you weren't going to think much else of it because he came and told you this information yeah so, he came to me saying look yeah. this is what's going on so i was like okay he's coming to me telling me this must this be being the truth honest. yeah yeah so i was like you know happy that he had come to me being honest blah 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 okay so then i had this message from carly and he was just sweating like he was like open it now like open it now open it right now just open it so i opened it and it was um a message from carly and um she had let me know that she was actually only very early pregnant and it was a lot sooner than i had thought that they had slept together i found out from her that it was in the new apartment that he had moved into and I had just helped him move his whole house. I helped him pack. I helped him move. I helped him unpack. I helped him clean mm-hmm. his old house ready for the end of lease. I did everything for free. Obviously, that was probably like $800 worth of cleaning if I had charged him. Yeah. So oh, it yeah, was just yeah, crazy. Right. He wasn't even my boyfriend at this point and I did all that. So then after I did all that, he had his ex over and slept with her. So it was obviously so, her hair. That was her hair, yeah. So that was the hair that, we, that she I, found, yeah. Oh, gosh. Follow yeah, so, your gut instincts, girls. Yeah. Stella so knew. Then, we, we had a feeling. We just knew. We, we knew. Yeah. Um, and then so when I opened those messages from Carly and I just said to him, like, look, get out. He's just – he got on the floor, literally dead ass on his knees, started crying begging and I was like whoa this is this was insanity and from that moment my head was just fucked like he just cooked me like honestly and then I actually let him stay Mm -hmm. and then from there all like more lies just kept going Mm -hmm. and adding on top and then I also found out from Carly that they had been talking for months and that he he was telling Carly that he couldn't decide between me and oh her. Oh, my God. And then he told Carly that he was going to get rid of me in due time and all this stuff. And I still stayed with him, like, how, like all these red flags, and I still stayed with him just because he was so good at manipulating me. And I just – I couldn't bear so, to ever, like, see anyone else go through that so shit. So pretty like, much Stella stayed with him. He's pretty much cheated on her in the shower with his ex. And lied about it. Yeah. And then there was a chance that this girl was having his child and Stella still stayed with him, being a faithful girlfriend, when this could have possibly been his kid. And he's lied. So he's not even telling the truth of this whole situation. He's lied. And Stella still stayed around. He was fucking lucky to have you. He was, he was, and, and let me tell you, this many red flags, like even one of these happen ever again, see, I like, you're not coming near me. <laughs> but um, yes, and then so we went through the whole process of, um, you know, finding out the DNA and et cetera, et cetera, and the baby, luckily for Carly, was not his. Was not <laughs> his baby. Yes, um, but the moral of the story is, trust your gut instincts that minute i picked up that hair and found it i should have just you know left right then and there you know what um situate what um other red flag we should talk about that i know about yes um my party oh yeah we should talk about my party oh my yes so by this point we were um dating we were official yes so we were official so it was um my birthday party last year right 
Was it your birthday or your house housewarming or both? It was my uh, both, both. I just moved in, but it was my mine and Hayden's birthday. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, we just moved in, so I was having a party at home for my birthday, and obviously I invited Stella, and I invited <laughs> technically, even though I didn't like him. You know, Stella's my friend, and I'm going to support her. If she wants to stay with this boy, all means he's going to come. I'm going to welcome him. Yeah, the good yeah. friend you are. <laughs> yeah, even though I didn't like him, the boys were going to no talk to him. Like, you know, we weren't going to be bitches to him, you know? Yeah. Poor thing. Stella was so excited for my party. Oh, We've talked about oh. it. It was like a cocktail night. And, yeah, last minute, she didn't come. But she, <laughs> do you want to explain? Oh. Yeah, so we were on the way, we were on the way, walking to the train station, on the way to catch the train to to, come, yeah. to your house, yeah. and then I don't know what happened, like, um, he said something, like, he said, oh. About your well, outfit. Wasn't it about your outfit first? No, no, not this time. Oh. No, he said, um, oh. Yeah, like he's like oh we're not going to stay too long, are we? Just going to have a few drinks and go, and I was just like, um. I just got, I got kind of annoyed and I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, like, yeah, whatever. And then he was like, he just got really angry and turned around and snapped and he goes, you know what, I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about your friends and I'm not coming. And he just turned around and walked off and I was like, oh, what the fuck? And it was just so, like, insanity out of nowhere. And then so I was like, wow, and I just, like, walked home. Because I live right near the station. So I just walked home quickly and I was, like, very in shock. But I was like, fuck this. I really want to go. So I, like, went home and I changed my outfit because I was just, like, I didn't feel like wearing a dress anymore. Yeah. I was over it. And then, like, I was getting ready to go to catch an Uber or something. And then he rocks up and he rocks up and he, he comes in my apartment in his pyjamas in his footy shorts and was like, you're not going, are you? Yeah, didn't want her to go. It's <laughs> just like... So then I was just so overwhelmed and so anxious and I just didn't know what to do. Like, because I just, at this point, I was just like, everything had to be his way. Yeah. Otherwise, I was just Well, scared. we were talking, we we thought that he didn't want to come because he we knew all the bad things that he has done. So he yeah, didn't want to face us. He was chicken so, shit yeah. to come to this party yeah. where, like, he knows I know everything that's happened. Yeah, so I reckon he just last minute like just freaked out and was like, "All, all your friends hate me." Like he's I just gonna. Go. Who's he gonna talk to? No, everyone. You know, no one wants to be yeah. around people when they all know shit about you. Yeah, but like, yeah, and I was just yeah, and that really sucked. But um, yeah, and then I ended up just driving to Danielle. And yeah, poor thing. She came off. all the way. I was so drunk by this stage, <laughs> but she came all the way, upset, just to give me her present and went home. What an asshole. Yeah, because he was there waiting on the lounge. Because he wanted her to come back. He wouldn't. Yeah, he wanted me to just stay home with him after all of that. And I was like, fuck you. But, yeah, actually another red flag that I thought of is that um, for his birthday, like, he organised a birthday dinner for himself um, Mm. in the city at the casino and he invited all of his – he invited all his mates and all these mates were like, okay, yeah, like, do we bring our girlfriends, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, pretty much said, no, you can't bring your girlfriend because I don't want to invite my girlfriend. <gasps> and I was just like. That's tough. So 
I wasn't invited to his birthday dinner and none of his other mates' girlfriends were allowed to go because otherwise but I would have had well, to go. Any healthy partner, like in anyone in a healthy relationship, the other boys wanted to bring their girlfriends, but <laughs> is the one that what? said no. That's fucked. Yeah, like, oh, you have to bleep his name. But, yeah, why oh, did, shit. like, why did I, like, why did he not want me anywhere? Like, he didn't want me anywhere. He didn't want to show me off. He didn't want me to go to his, you know, his mates things and even when there was other you know his other mates would have parties and birthdays and stuff they would all the girlfriends would be invited and I was invited but Chris couldn't tell me I was invited Mm -hmm. and I just he just would go without me what about um what about that time that he went out with his friends and there was girls there and I came over your house and we just chilled while he was at Pampers oh yeah that was weird And, and, and I and I remember I said to you I said why aren't you there and, so I and then invited. what did I say? I just said, I don't know. I yeah. <laughs> and then we found just, out that there was girls there and you got really upset. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. And then because he came, he came over at home to my house. Yes. And so, you still mind you guys, he was so fucking drunk. Oh, that was he so was so fucking drunk. Almost broke her lounge. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was a mess. And, yeah, so he came home over to my apartment while you were there. And yeah. And then a girl called him and said, where are you? And he's like, I'm at Stella's. And then mm-hmm. she's like, well, bring Stella. So I was like, I knew I was always you wanted t- yeah. and invited, but he just would never bring me. And you know what? In the end, he ended up making me feel like all these mates hated me because I swear he did not. It was like in the first one, they he, like he didn't drive a wedge between me and my friends as much. He drove a wedge between me and his friends. Yes. He didn't want me to get close to his friends because he didn't want me to tell them what he was really like. I swear that's the reason. Like, I don't know. It was just so strange. Oh, and you know another one? They mm, did. They just keep getting better. <laughs> so I keep thinking of them. Um, when he called me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was weird. So, I um, broke up. I didn't know that. So I think I was out to dinner or something. So I missed the phone call. I wish I picked up because I would have answered. Um I had a missed call on Facebook because he obviously doesn't have my number. I had a missed call from him. And I was like, the fuck? And I'm like, message um, Stella. And I'm like, why is he trying to call me? Like, I'm like, are you okay? I'm thinking something's happened to her and he doesn't know where she is or I don't know. So I'm like, what's happened? And she's like, oh, my God, we just had a massive fight. I don't know why he's calling you. Yeah, that was so strange. Like, what? What was he going to say? And he that that's when he weird. just had a bit, like, your mum went off at him. He's had a massive fight. Like, that's after he's had a big fight. So I don't know if he was calling to tell me off or see what I knew about Stella or to tell me, like, Yeah, because you thing. were the, one of the only friends, like, that he met, I think. But, yeah, oh, I don't even know. I, I don't even know yeah, anymore. But he even blocked me. So after that, I was actually going to message him and be like, what do you want? And he blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't find him. So that That's was so strange. That is really weird. That was a really weird one. And I remember him being um really controlling about um what you'd wear. It had to be like clothes that he liked. If he didn't like it, he'd make you change. Yeah, so there was one time when I was showing him like uh, photo shoots and he told me he didn't like the underwear that I was wearing because it wasn't revealing enough. 
But then in the future, if I wore something that was more revealing, I wasn't actually allowed to post it or he would ask me to take it down. So that was a bit of a double-edged sword, that one. Um, there was one time where I actually got in the car and he made me go all the way back up into my apartment just to change my top because, like, if, if it was a bit nippy... Uh, I, yeah, that top yeah. wasn't allowed to be worn. Um, and then one of the last times I ever saw him actually was funny. I was really cold, so I zipped my jacket all the way up to my chin. But that wasn't revealing enough for him. So he zipped it down, but then it was zipped down too much. So he then zipped it like halfway. So it was revealing enough for him, but not too revealing That's for so anybody weird. else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so it was, it was to that extent um, that... Yes, like the placement of my zipper had to be perfect on my jacket. Like it was just ridiculous. <laughs> He's a psycho. <laughs> no, I'm the psycho. Remember, guys, I'm the psycho. Sustained for so long. Yeah, definitely. Oh god. But but you know, we have gone for so you. many girls. Yeah, we've gone for years and years about him, but yeah, but these are all very big red flags. And mark my words, run. <laughs> and especially when your friends are telling you he's shit, he usually shit. Even like like your lash lady before you even become friends is telling you he's shit. Like the amount of times shit. that Stella came to her appointments upset and crying or anxious about messaging him or there was always a problem. There was always more negative than positive. She would always be coming in with more issues than, oh, yeah, we had a good day. There would probably be a few appointments because she would come every two weeks. Yeah. Let's say, like, in a few months, three appointments she'd come and they were okay. That's yeah. so unhealthy. And then Daniel would kind of just, like, be waiting for, like, the next thing. So she's like, so what's happened this time? And mm. I'm like, and in the end, I just ended up being, like, nothing because I just didn't even want to talk anymore and it was sad because you saw me like yeah diminish into nothing and it was so like oh so glad to have you though honey yeah I'm glad to have you too and I'm glad you're out of that relationship it wasn't good yeah but yeah just just be careful everybody men and women like it's not just like it's not just one gender everyone oh can no be just that's as right toxic. yeah there's red flags with girls as well, just as much. And hopefully on the next podcast in the future, yep. we can hear from Carly about her experience with the whole pregnancy and, and yeah. her side of the drama. Yeah, because she was with him for a long time, wasn't she? Yeah, so it didn't end up being his baby, but yeah. the saga continues and I think there's definitely things that um, she can bring light yeah. to that yeah, everyone needs thing. to she hear hasn't about. Had, she hasn't catched a break either. Yeah, so just because it wasn't this guy's baby Kid, doesn't yeah. mean it was anyone better, you know. So. No, he was a, he's a douchebag as well, this other one. Yeah, so I think yeah. there's definitely a lot of things she could talk about in terms of single parenting and... Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'll probably bring use both in together when we can actually sit and talk properly, not on the phone. That'll be a spicy one. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be that'll be a good one. Well, I think we're going to end it there because me and Stella could probably talk all night. Yeah, we'll bloody ramble everyone's ears off. <laughs> yeah, before you don't even care anymore. But yeah. I think that's enough red flags, and you know. Look, there's a lot more red flags that people give out, but I think they were pretty much the main ones. 
the question is, how many red flags? Is it's too, too many, many red flags. <laughs> how many, Stella? How many oh. red flags is too many red flags? One. One, One red flag One. is too many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it four. Let's go for the government. You know how they say aim for zero? Let's aim for zero. <laughs> <laughs> aim for zero, but I'm going to go with the number four. Okay. Don't have more than four or maybe three. Three or four. You're pretty um, laid back. I think after my experience, I'm going to be very harsh from now on. You should be. All right, guys. Well, we're going to say goodbye. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Yes, it was good talking to you. We'll probably have Stella on again. Sorry again that we um, took so long to make this. We just kind of didn't align our schedules and we had a lot going on. But we're here. We did it. (laughs) We did it. All right. So I'll say goodbye. Bye. Bye.